for the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah! By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. GB's here into the Squared Circle podcast. Welcome to another episode. I hope you had a great weekend. Yes, let's kick off the show. Talk about all things pro wrestling. A lot of talk about. A lot of important stuff went down this past weekend. A lot of crazy stuff, including Don Callis getting attacked in Mexico. We'll talk about that. Also on the show, I'll give you guys my highlights from Friday Night SmackDown. The results from AEW Collision and Battle of the Belts. And... The results from Impact Wrestling Slammiversary and Triple A Lucha Libre Mexican promotion had their Triple Mania this past Saturday. We'll talk about that as well and so much more. Hey, if you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button. Give me a five-star review and tell your friends, tell your family, tell your uncle, tell your neighbors. The Into the Squared Circle podcast is now available on all major podcasting outlets. Yeah, follow me on my social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. All you have to do is type into the Squared Circle Podcast or into the Squared Circle Pod or follow my second podcast, a lesson and hunt begging podcast with GBs. If you're a fan of rock, hard rock and heavy metal, check it out today. Now available on all major podcasting outlets. All you have to do is search a lesson a headbanger podcast now available on all major podcasting outlets all right let's talk about all things pro wrestling right now on into the squared circle podcast all right my friends How's everybody doing? Hope you had a great weekend. Ready to kick off another kick-ass week of whatever the hell you're doing. Working. That's what you're doing these days. Maybe you're sitting at home doing nothing. Hey, whatever. I got your attention, right? Thank you so much for listening to the fine podcast for the fans of old pro wrestling like myself. Again, that's a tagline here, folks. This is what this podcast is all about. From a fan to the fans, let's talk about pro wrestling, shall we? A lot of stuff to talk about. No audio on this podcast episode because we're going to try to keep this short as possible. So I don't have to bore you to death, of course. So which in order which we talk about? Let's talk about things in chronological order by date. So we'll start with this past Friday on the U. Whoa, 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 gee, you got it wrong. It's on the Fox Network, not the USA. SmackDown was on Fox this past Friday. Uh, some of the key thing moments this past Friday on SmackDown. Ooh, mama, baby. Jay Uso finally got his hands not only on Solo Sokoa, but he got his hands on Paul Heyman. Oh, what a moment. If you watched Friday Night SmackDown this past Friday, man, the fans were losing their damn mind, baby. Ooh, doggy. Boy, when Jay Uso laid a smack of death. Odd Paul Heyman, and he was rolling and around in the ring like a whale on a beach. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. 
Man, that, that fans were losing their damn minds. Absolutely phenomenal. And uh, I enjoyed that moment on Friday Night SmackDown this past Friday. Obviously, the women played a major role this past Friday on SmackDown. We also had a main event on SmackDown between uh, Bianca and Asuka, of course. You know, Charlotte Flair got involved in it. Nobody won out of this, but both Bianca and Sh Charlotte Flair made a, a handshake deal backstage if bianca wins the title charlotte will be the first female in line to come after her for the title so did a handshake agreement this past friday on smackdown right away pretty deadly wrestled on the show this past friday and one of the the partners and pretty deadly actually injured himself during the match on smackdown so we'll see how long he'll be sitting on the sidelines so uh that's what's going on this past friday at smackdown if you give a rat's ass or not now let's cruise in to saturday because saturday was busy for pro wrestling all right a lot of stuff what shall we talk about first this past saturday a lot of stuff well, i guess we can talk about impact wrestling slam anniversary yeah this went down this past saturday uh, the date july 15th live on pay-per-view st Clair college windsor ontario canada i tell you what folks I saw the results. I didn't watch the pay-per-view, but I did watch the highlights. And I kind of wish I would put my my uh, uh, prediction numbers into factor. Because everything I blew smoke up my ass when I did the predictions and preview episode, I had the majority of them all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I got a lot of these matches right. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the previous episode. Uh, my uh, previews and predictions on Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. So let's talk about it. Uh, the pre-show. Again, we're just going to do a quick, brief, dry run through Slammiversary. So just kind of quick results here. I won't break down the math, just give you the quick results. Give it right to you, baby. Raw. All right, so the first pre-show, Jody Threat and uh, the Death Dials defeated the Chantourage in a six-person tag match. Kenny King defeated Joe Hendry to become the new Impact Digital Media Championship. How about that? They picked Tenny King. All right, the Ultimate X match to determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division Division Champion, Kushida. He was my pick. Defeated Alan Angels, Jake Something, Jonathan Gresham, Kevin Nate, and Mike Bailey's. Congrats to Kushida. All right, a tag team match for the Impact Knockout World Tag Team Champions, Killer Kelly. And Masha Slamovich defeated the Coven, Taylor Wilde, and Kylan Kings. I believe I got down wrong here on this prediction. All right, a tag team match with Darren McCady. Or McCarty, there's a say name, right? Served as a special guest enforcer, Team Canada, Scott Damore. And the mystery partner. Who was the mystery partner for Scott Damore? Well, it, it was no other than the returning Eric Young. Yeah, that's right, E-Y, Eric Young. Make his return back to Impact Wrestling. Uh, I guess this is what, third stint in the company. Was released from the WWE last year. Was granted due to his personal uh, disagreements. Creative backstage in WWE. And refused to work with Vince McMahon. So, very smart man. And apparently it was a hard choice on what direction where he want to go post WWE. But uh, he decided to go with Impact Wrestling. And he joined forces with Scott Damore a tag team 
to defeat Bully Ray and Diener. So that was my pick, Scott Damore, Team Canada. So I'm glad I got picked that. Hey, there's another one I got right in my predictions. Leo Rush defeated Chris Sabin to become the new Impact X Division Champion. So congrats to Leo Rush. Well deserved. All right. A fatal four-way tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Champions. Subculture, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster defeated Team ABC. Ace Austin, Chris Bay were the champions. Brian Myers and Moose and Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan. So if I had to guess, Subculture are the new World Tag Team Champions at Impact Wrestling. So congrats to them. All right. A singles match. Eddie Edwards defeated Frankie Kazarian. What a shame. Because I picked Frankie Kazarian. I love Frankie. All right. This one I got right. Trinity defeated Deanna Perrazzo. How about what a special moment for Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. And I saw photos of Tamina Sanuka and Mercedes Monet was backstage uh, uh, celebrating Trinity and her world title win. How about that? And they came out to support Trinity. So that's awesome. So congrats, Trinity, to become the new Impact Knockouts World Champion. All right, this one I got wrong, but Alex Shelley defeated Nick Aldis for the Impact World Champion. And that being said, Nick Aldis is now a free agent from Impact Wrestling. And sound like WWE might be interested in Nick Aldis, maybe potential as a producer. So we'll have to wait and see how that will plan out. But in the meantime, there's your Impact Wrestling Slammiversary results. All right, let's hop on over to AEW Collision on TNT. I did watch this and Battle of the Belts. So uh, we can talk about it. I'll give you my personal opinions and feelings on some of the matches. But in the meantime, here is AEW All Elite Wrestling Collision on TNT. This past Saturday, wow, what a historic show, if, if you watched it or not. So let's talk about match number one. This was almost a damn near hour of a match. This was a, I mean, this was a pay-per-view quality match on free TV. This belongs on a pay-per-view, damn it. I should pay for this match. That's how good this match was. And uh, it's a tag team match, of course. For the AEW World Tag Team Champions on the line, two out of three falls match. Come on, you know who's involved in this match. My boys, FTR. Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, putting their titles on the line against Bullet Club Gold. Juice Robinson and Jay White. What a match. What a match. Okay, my personal opinions on this match. Uh, again, this match starts off with Bullet Club Gold getting that first uh, uh, pinfall, and both teams went to work, and they, they proved it. Jay White proved that he is a potential here in the United States. And I tell you what, him leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling, it, it was well worth it. He proved to the United States, along with his partner Juice Robinson, that, that they can they can put on a draw here in America. Hell yeah. Put those two in the tag team. Trailblaze across AEW. They could be making money and put asses in seats. Guarantee you that 
these guys will be hot in the near future. But this match was phenomenal. As I mentioned, Bullet Club Gold got the first pinfall. Okay. Uh, both teams went at it. FTR got the momentum back and got the second pinfall. And, uh, man, this match lasted almost, what, 55 minutes? And Dasha, the ring announcer, was like, there's five minutes left. Five minutes. And, uh, man, these guys just went to war. And uh, what's impressive was FTR was doing tributes throughout the match. Again, they were, by the way, AEW Collision was at the Saddle Dome in Cagarly, Alberta, Canada, okay? Stampede Country, the Hart Country. You know, Stu Hart, Bret Hart, Owen Hart. They were in the Hart Family Country. And uh, FTR was, you know, doing tribute moves like the British Bulldog with the the... the the body slam press. Obviously, they were doing a bunch of sharpshooters throughout the match. So a lot, lot of uh, uh, um, tributes to the Hart family. And FTR paid tribute to the the Briscoe brothers by doing one of their moves. This match was absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't seen this match, I highly recommend going to see this match. The best two out of three falls match. FTR defeated Bullet Club Gold to retain the tag team titles. This match had a story to it. It had a great build to it. And it's one of the all-time classics. I enjoy this match. Hands down, I'm a top five tag team matches of the year, along with the Briscoes. And, uh, wow. Absolutely a phenomenal start to, sh to the show. Again, join the conversation, folks. I'm a fan. You're a fan as well. You're a listener. Come on, put your input in. Did you enjoy this match if you watched it? If you haven't, I highly recommend it. The match of the weekend, hands down. Okay, so as I mentioned, we are in, well, now we are. The, the AEW collision was in the Hart family country, as in the Owen Hart tournament end, ended this past Saturday in Cagarly, Alberta, Canada. Okay, so both the men's and women's uh, Owen Hart tournament ends this past Saturday night. So the women's finals, Willow Nightingale defeated Ruby Soho to win the Owen Hart Cup. And uh, as I mentioned, Willow Nightingale defeated Ruby Soho. And it was a fairly quick match due to the FTR match being an hour long. So we were already dipping. So the show started at 7 o'clock Central Time. By the time we get to the 8 o'clock hour, we still have an hour left, and we still got two tournament matches and a non-tournament match. We still we had a couple more matches to fit in an hour. So this match was fairly quick, but it was decent. But well-deservedly, Will Nightingale is now your own heart. Cup Women 2023 Tournament winner. So after that, we had Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King defeated a bunch of local jobbers in a very quick match. Andrade El Idolo was backstage, and uh, he's coming after them for his mask. All right, the main event of the, of the evening for AEW Collision on TNT. It's past Saturday, CM Punk versus Ricky Starks for the Men's Owen Hart Tournament Cup 2023. So I mentioned it for like the fifth time on the podcast. If you heard it by now, AEW Collision was in the Hart family country. FTR had a massive pop because the fans love them. CM Punk right in the same boat. CM Punk had a 50-50 crowd surprisingly uh look last saturday they were in a different part of canada was it regina or i can't remember what what part of canada they were in 
But everybody loves CM Punk. He rolls into Cagarly, Alberta, Canada, and it's like 50-50. Again, the boos are louder than the cheers. So, yeah, Punk, Punk knew. Punk knew. The crowd was like 50-50. A lot of boos, a lot of yays, a lot of CM Punk sucks, CM Punk rocks. So it was 50-50. Um, look, Ricky Starks had a nice little following as well. It was a great match. Both men had a great wrestling clinic. And uh, they put on a great story. But what shocked the world was Ricky Starks rolled up CM Punk. Ricky Starks was holding the ropes as he rolled up CM Punk. The ref didn't see it. One, two, three. For the win, Ricky Starks defeated CM Punk to become the 2023 Men's Owen Hart Cup Tournament winner. So... <laughs> The funny part was after the match. So on commentary, we had Nigel McGuinness and Ian Riccoboni. I, if, I, if I had to guess, Kevin Kelly was probably in Japan, probably doing the G1 Climax, which we'll talk about that next episode, okay? We'll get you up to speed on that. But I believe Kevin Kelly is in Japan doing the G1 Climax, a new Japan pro wrestling. So Ian Riccoboni stepped in, and he was great. He was great. I'm a big fan of Ian Riccoboni. And him and Nigel McGuinness has great chemistry. By the way, rumors are been reported that Ian Riccoboni signed a multi-year contract with AEW, so that's good news. But Ian Riccoboni was like, hold on, folks. We have Juice and Thunder Liger, New Japan Pro Wrestling legend, WWE Hall of Famer, Juice and Thunder Liger is backstage and he will present the cup tournament to ricky starks i'm like that's awesome so ricky starks celebrate by walking his way up the ramp and out comes the juice of thunder liger and this full-on gimmick gear and i'm like holy shit he got his mask on he got his suit on he grabs the trophy hands it over to ricky starks and ricky yanks it out of juice and tiger's hand and that's it he just storms off with the cup on I thought like, oh damn. So they flew out Juice and Thunder Liger in his full gimmick mask and suit to, to present a cup to Ricky Starks for not even three seconds and disrespect him on stage. Dude, I'd be pissed off if I had a flight. What? Uh, I don't know what the flight is from Canada to Japan. What, 16 hours to present a cup for five seconds on national television and you disrespect it come on man give the guy the flowers he is a legend in pro wrestling that's how you disrespect them how dare you ricky starks but i still love you though but uh, i thought that was hilarious okay so we go off the air and we transition into aew battle of the belts let's talk about it aew battle of the belts aired after collision we have the AEW International Championship match between Orange Cassidy and Lance Archer. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Lance Archer showed his power and strength, but he fell short and Orange Cassidy defeated Lance Archer. Ugh, yeah. Okay, we have the AEW Women's World Championship match between Tony Storm versus Taya Valkyrie. It was a solid match until the TV feed cut out and uh, we missed the ending of the match. And we found out that that part of the country in Canada had bad storms and took out the satellite for like whopping five minutes. So we missed the ending. Who won? Tony Storm had defeated Taya Valkyrie because they show some of the highlights after Battle of the Belts. All right, the main event, Luchasaurus defeated Sean Spears to retain the TNT Championship. So there's your results at AEW Battle of the, the Belts.
If you think this is the ass kissing son you ever saw, give me a hell yeah. All right, let's press on forward to Triple A, Tripa A, Mexican Lucha Libre. If you're a fan of Lucha Libre, Triple Mania, XXXI. I assume it's 31. <laughs> I'm bad with Roman numerals. Okay, so Triple Mania, July 15th, live from Tijuana, Mexico. Not far from the border of the United States. Not too far from the sister city of San Diego. All right, Triple Mania. Here's the results here. We're going to do a quick dry run. So here is the matches. There are total seven matches on Triple Mania. By the way, we have another Triple Mania ma uh, show going down in August. So La Hiatra defeated Willie Mack, Mr. Iguana, Jack Hartwheel, Flamer, Misty's Jr., Puma King, Nino Hamburgersia, Dinamico, Gringo Loco, Laredo Kick, Tyrus, and Rey Mysterio Hardero. So uh, there's your match. The winner of the Copa Triple Mania 31 Tijuana match. La Harida won the match. All right, we had a trios match. Team Mexico, which is the Lays. Lady Shawnee and Sexy Star 2 defeated Team Rest of the World, which is Camille, Viva Van, and Natalia Markova. All right, match number three, we had a trios match. Vampiro, Jack Evans, and Aramis versus Pagano and La Rebellion, which is Bestia 666, and Mecha Wolf ended in a no contest. So nobody won this match. All right, up next, we had a Atomicals match. Interesting. Team Baja, which is uh, Nico and McNeilio, Damian666, Ray Horace, and Extreme Tiger defeated Team Chiliango, Negro Casa, Chessman, by the way, the Mexican Sting, Air Genes, and Daga. So uh, there we go, folks. Team Baja won the Atomical match. All right, how, man, I gotta check out this match. An ambulance match. QT Marshall, Aaron Solo came to join with him. From AEW defeated Pentagon Jr. Our fans know him as Penta El Zero Miedo in AEW. And I saw the highlights for this match. They had light tubes, these guys are smashing. They had a, like, like a triple stack table. And uh, what's, uh, Pentagon did a pile driver on QT's head. Jumped off the ambulance, landed on top of the stack table. Wild. But QT Marshall managed to defeat Pentagon Jr. All right, we have tag team match. The Guerrero de Rivadis finals. Jesus, I'm butchering this. A tag team match. Roosh, El Toro Blanco. And L.A. Park versus Sam Adonis and the Psycho Clown to end it in a draw. Man, there's a lot of no contests in here for draws. All right, the main event, folks. I got to check this match out. I heard it was a hell of a match. For the AAA Mega Champion, El Hijo de Fikingo defeated Kenny Omega. So El Hijo de Fikingo is your new AAA Mega Champion. Holy smokes. And Don Callis went down to Mexico. And uh, it was perfect, man. Part of the storyline between him and Kenny Omega Don Callis went down to Mexico to corner with El Hijo de Fikingo. How about that? So, after the show, we had a press show conference. And uh, I guess there were fans involved in this press show conference for some reason. And uh, right after the press conference with 
Don Callis and El Hijo de Fikingo. Apparently, some fan attacked Don Callis after the press conference. I watched the video. Now, the attack wasn't very clear in the video, but if you look in the top left corner towards the end of the video, you can see Don Callis getting taken down. <laughs> you can see Don Callis on the ground and just hollering, screaming. But you don't know what was going on. And uh, a lot of people are saying, ah, just a work. Ah, this poor bastard got attacked in Mexico. Well, gee, well, why would someone do that? Because it's Mexico. They believe that shit's real. People are rabbit fans. Rest, ra rabbit wrestling fans down in Mexico, okay? They take their shit for real down here. Just like Puerto Rico. Just like going to Hawaii, the, the, the islands. You, you, once you go south of the border, dude, they take that shit to heart as fans. And that's great. Because they're willing to stab you, beat the shit out of you. And, uh, man, they're passionate fans. Poor old Don Callis, that bastard of a heel. You thought America, the United States of America, hate his guts. Man. A fan, a Mexican fan decided to whip his ass. <laughs> and apparently Don Callis refused to get medical look in Mexico and decided to hop in the car and drive to San Diego. <laughs> He'd rather get checked on the U.S. side. I hope Don Callis is doing all right. He got a couple of bruises, fractured jaw, I heard. And, uh, I heard he was pretty banged up from his attack in Mexico. Uh, this is probably going to probably be his last time going to Mexico after this. Oh, man, I shouldn't be laughing at this, man. I, again, any pro wrestler being attacked by a fan is a never good thing. We see it all the time. Fans jump in the barricades and come on. You know your ass is going to ask for it. You're going to get your ass whipped in the ring. <laughs> so you climb over those barricades, dude. It's fair game. You're going to get your ass stomped. Hell, even a ruffle will stomp your ass. So uh, don't, don't be stupid. Don't attack a pro wrestler because, uh, trust me, man, uh, your ass will be getting it. You'll be getting it, boy. All right, so let's press on forward here. The final piece of work here for the podcast. Oh, man, another scary injury in the WWE land. Apparently this past Sunday, uh, July the 16th, WWE had a house show. Apparently Bailey seemed like she injured her knee in a house show match. Apparently there was a video surfacing online as she was rolling around in the ring, screaming in pain and agony. And uh, apparently the ref threw her, her, her X signal. You know, you put the X up, indicate that there's a real injury and we need real medical staff team to come out. And uh, they, I, I'm not sure, I assume they probably stopped the match. And uh, Bailey posted on Twitter that she she'll be all right. Thanks, everyone. She posted a photo with a giant-ass bag of ice on her knee. And uh, apparently there was a backstage footage of her, uh, I guess, being assist outside. Apparently she was walking on her own, leaving the arena. But still limping, no crutches or anything with her. So hopefully she's okay. Hopefully it's not a long-term injury. Hopefully it will take maybe a couple days, weeks, or maybe a month. Hopefully no surgery required. But uh, yeah, man, very scary. Very scary situation and hope Bailey's doing okay. All right, folks, that's it. I'm going to try to keep it under 30 minutes. Oh, man, I'm going to be cutting short. All right, so next episode will get you up to speed in New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Tournament. Who advance, who's doing good or what. And I'll uh, talk about Monday Night Raw. All right, good deal. All right, my friends, have a great week. I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, until next time, happy wrestling.